history. Let the good times roll. Welcome to the very first episode of RP History. My name's Ryan Cook. And I'm Jack Ritchie. So here we go. Buckle up. We shall begin. Let's go. It's 1572 in Seoul, Korea. Your name is Yi Sunshin. You are taking a military training exam, which you have wanted to take ever since you were a young boy. You have passed the written exam and the combat trials, and all that is left is the horse riding examination. You're flying across the course at an incredible speed, the examiner's looking on and awe. Suddenly, the horse rears, whinnying and groaning under the immense strain you've put upon it. Am I fat? No. You're a pretty slender dude, I won't no. lie. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Just running him too hard. Just right. running that boy too hard. Before you know it, you're free-falling, plummeting straight towards the hard, uneven soil. Your body hits the ground with a thud, followed by an ear-piercing crack. You feel a jarring pain sear through your right leg. It's broken. My leg! And sticking out at a weird angle. Ooh. You know you need to do something, otherwise Ooh. you'll end up with a hobbled leg and fail the military exam. Your dreams of becoming a general ever since you were a young boy will be crushed. Like your leg. <laughs> what do you do? One, flag down the examiners and have them put your leg in a splint. Two, flag down the examiners and patch your leg up yourself with a splint. Three, mount your horse with a broken leg and finish the exam. Four, crawl towards a nearby tree and put your leg in a splint. Or five, crawl towards the examiners and put your own leg in a splint. Alrighty. Now, I've got no idea. I've got no idea about the um, about the character that I meant to um, that I meant to be playing here. This um, this Admiral Lee. I will tell you three things about him. Mm -hmm. He is honourable, diligent, and modest. I should also add hardworking. Would you say he was a? Um, would you say he was uh, ballsy? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel that if this is my if this is my childhood dream, then there's nothing for it but to get back on the horse. All right. Roll that die. And it's a three. Oh, no. Which means that if Jack is correct, he will get a 50-50 in the next question. And if he's wrong, he loses three health, taking him down to 97 health in total. Not too bad either way. Let us continue. You mount your horse again. Mm-hmm. Your leg's still broken, your eyes watering at the searing pain as the horse keeps galloping on and flying forward towards the end of your course. You're about to pass out from the immense amount of searing, jarring agony that you're in, and the examiner sees this. But through all your trials and your strife, you make it to the end of the exam. Yeah, I do. Oh, my lights what? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Why not? Unfortunately, however, for you, Jake, you do lose three health because that was not the historically accurate oh, situation. No. At, uh, Yi Sun Shun, oh, sorry, Yi Sun Shi, nope, Yi Sun Shin, <laughs> got his name right that time, Yi Sun Shin, crawled towards a tree, put his leg in a splint, then remounted his horse, and continued on the journey. Well, that was probably the uh, that was probably the sensible move. Uh, however, even though you have passed the exam, and in uh, reality he also passed the exam because he got back on the horse or finished the exam I should say mm. he didn't pass Shit. Uh, historically and unfortunately that means you haven't passed the exam 
And with your leg and the shape that it is, you spend the next four years letting your leg heal and recover while you're at home, not even able to work on the farm, being four tended years. to by your mother. However, after those four <laughs> years, in 1576, you attempt the military exam again, knowing that you can't give up on your dreams of becoming a general. Mm -mm. This time, everything goes well. Your horse behaves itself and you pass the military exam. Congratulations, Yi Sunshin. You are now a general. Yee yee. Yee yee. Your first assignment is being posted to a military outpost where the soldiers are in shambles. With no main source of income to fund the soldiers, funds are being spent elsewhere on corrupt officials in the Korean capital, your men are undertrained and are lacking a true sense of uniform and morale. You spend the next few months training your men, reforming them into a well-oiled machine. Then, out of the blue one day, the military inspector arrives to evaluate your outpost and your men. Mm. This inspector is feared by most generals and soldiers, as his judgment is harsh and his punishment is severe and cruel. When the inspector arrives, he takes a good, long while inspecting the outpost and watching your soldiers perform. Finally, as he is about to leave, he approaches you with his evaluation. He has only but two words to say to you. I don't get a report card. No, this is before report cards, unfortunately. <laughs> he leaves you with two words. Well done. Oh, oh, big words from the big man. He then heads off to the next outpost. Alrighty. This evaluation has put you on the top of the charts within the military. The Ooh. courts and the officials of Korea have even taken notice of you. You are promptly sent to Seoul to become a top military tactician and advisor. All for two words. All for two words. While in Korea, though, you find the court and officials to be even more corrupt and self-centered than what you thought. You file a numerous amount of reports on people you find and deem unfit to be in such a high position of power within the capital. So I'm a narc. You're a snitch, yeah. Oh. And this snitch unfortunately gets a stitch when this leads to you being the most unpopular man in Seoul. At least, with, does. At, at least within the court. <laughs> Realizing the danger you pose to the people around you, you are sent out of the capital to a naval port. Mm. Just as quickly as you arrived. The naval port is commanded by one of your longtime rivals who you've been fighting against for high-ranking positions in the military ever since you passed the exam. Second time. The second time. Well, when you passed it. Mm. Not finished it. Mm. Once you've finally settled in, a military inspector comes by to see the progress the two of you have made. That's when the two of you recognize each other, and your heart sinks as your gut boils in anger. He was one of the men you had filed a report against asking for his title to be stripped due to his corruption. Oh no. He is well aware of this and his vengeance was swift. As his report was filed and claimed, you were a negligent commander who had turned the outpost into an even worse state than before you arrived. Yikes. When the report ends up in Seoul, you're once again stripped from your outpost and thrown into the ranks of regular soldiers having little to no authority whatsoever. As the days pass by and your duties as a soldier and be are becoming more and more meaningless, your former rival requests you specifically on the Jurchen border. The Jurchen border is the northern border at this point between Korea and Jurchen territory. Right. He knew things were looking bad up north and needed someone he trusted and respected to lead and rally the troops on the river's outpost. Bro. Boy. Bro. Listen, I don't like you too much, but, uh, you coming with me! Jack, you're on your way up to the north. You arrive at the outpost to find the men, once again, in disarray. And you go to work immediately, drilling them and catching them up to speed so that the Jurchin tribe raids into your country cease as quick as possible. You then try and figure out the best way to prevent these barbarians from the north. And your solidly defended outpost isn't going to cut the cake. 
What course of action will you take to stop these Jurchen raids for good? Alrighty, let's see. What do we got? One, request more troops to fortify the border. Two, dig a second river next to the first to slow the Jurchen stealth raids. Three, request that another outpost be installed and rally the men there. Four, press forward into Jurchen territory and clear out nearby encampments. Five, lay out ambushes for the Jurchens as they enter Korea. Hmm. Well, I think I've got my answer because the best defense is very much a good offense. Thank you, Sun Tzu. I think, probably, mm. maybe. Art of War over in China, yep. Mm-hmm. Watched a YouTube video on that once. Um, yeah. I reckon we invade. You invade? Yeah. Roll that die, my dude. Jack has just rolled a 14, mm-hmm. which means he can either do a re-roll if he's picked the correct choice mm -hmm. the next time round, or he loses 14 health. Oof. Let us continue. As Jack has picked, invade the Jurchen territory, go full bore. You invade the Jurchen territory to find that there are even more Jurchens than you had first encountered. Uh -oh. Your scouts had lied to you, and the numbers have doubled. Cowards. Your men that you have taken into the field, none of them were lost, but they are severely wounded and will need time to take care and recover. Unfortunately, Jack, you have lost 14 health. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, I'm not doing... I'm, I'm not channeling... I'm not channeling my ye. I need to, cha I need to channel ye better. And uh, in a ye. Uh, the uh, real... Uh, scenario historically was that Admiral Yi set up uh, ambushes within Korean territory so that Jochens mm. would uh, attack the Koreans and um, basically get swallowed whole. Right, and uh, after he did that, they Jochens didn't attack again. That sounds like the tactically mm. better option. Mm. However, um, you did say a good defense is a wait. The best defense is a good offense, right? Yeah, yeah. Which that was the only offensive, by the way, tactic in that entire list. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. However, your attack into Jurchen territory has terrified them so much that for the next several years, Jurchens will not raid into Korea ever again. Even though your boys are severely wounded, you did not lose one, and the Jurchens suffered heavy losses. Worth it. With such a success, the Confucian court sends forward a letter that is delivered to you. Although the court recognized Yi Sun Shin's meritorious service to the king, it nevertheless decided against awarding him a prize. Rude. Very rude. And that was also what was written about you within the official Confucian court. That I was rude? No, that there was no prize awarded. <sighs> Shortly after your success, however, a personal tragedy strikes a blow just as vicious as the court has. Your father passes away. No, Dad. Leaving the military to mourn at home for three years, as was tradition within Korea at the time, you leave behind your post and your men. As the years roll on by, you once again return to service only to be posted at an island fort up north as the Jurchen raiders have once again amassed in your absence. Look, I swear if my soldiers are in disarray. The fort is appalling. Oh. It's completely run down, garrisoned with very few men, only a dozen. And with the army in such disarray, <laughs> your own soldiers have to work the farms to pick rice and feed themselves. Goodness me, they, they can't hold it together without me. You quickly set about rejuvenating this lonely island into a well-defendable position. But with such few men, you are fully aware that if a large enough force strikes a blow at you, the fort will crumble. Like, if 30 men? We have 12! Yep. Request after request is sent to the Confucian court and request after request is denied by the Korean officials. Then, one morning, as a heavy fog lay low on the ground around your island outpost, 
the sound of hooves and mad cries can be heard thundering towards you. Oh no. The Jurchins are attacking. Oh, the Jurchins. You gather your soldiers and fight with tooth and nail, not losing a single soldier, while also rescuing the 50 people garrisoned at the fort. If they were left behind, they would have been taken as Jurchin slaves. How do we manage it? Once retreating to the mainland of Korea, with your people safe and soldiers rested, news of your defeat had already spread, and the main culprit for the defeat? Yi Sun Shin. Oh, of course, not the fact that I have 12 men. The man hated by the Confucian court of Korea. Oh, come on guys, give me a break. You are immediately taken into a small cell where you are brutally tortured. Your skin <laughs> begins to turn red with your dried blood growing over your body. The scars forming oh, and being torn open again from the God. lashes of whips and the chains that bind you, clasping to your wrists like a vice, getting tighter and tighter. Why do I love my country? I have no idea. My country is not good to me. Then the officials arrive after days of torment, their ultimatum in hand. You accept the blame in front of the citizens of Seoul and are relieved from duty immediately, or are kept and tortured for a longer period of time. What is your course of action? 1. Stay in your cell and wait for a good chance to escape. 2. Go before the citizens of Seoul and blame the officials. 3. Go before the citizens of Seoul and accept the blame. 4. Go before the citizens of Seoul and try to flee. 5. Stay in your cell and accept the torment of your abusers. Hmm. I don't think I blame the officials. I definitely don't blame the officials. The officials, uh, that's just that's just a death sentence at that point. They're not afraid to torture me, so I don't think they're afraid to kill me. Um... Uh, just take into consideration, mm -hmm. he is an honourable man. Yes. A diligent man. True. Unbreaking. Yeah. Hardworking. I think I think we are toughing it out. And I think we are toughing it out. He did file the reports against the the officials in Korea, even though he knew they were corrupt and that not much was going to happen to them. He still filed those reports. So I would take that into consideration that he's a he's a ballsy mm -hmm. dude. That is true. That is true. Now see that could go either one or two ways. You could um. I could tough it out, or I could go balls out and then blame them in front of the entire people. Mm. I feel like you give. I feel like you're giving me a lifeline here on my own, on your own because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing well so far. I'm not doing well. All right. That's all right. You you take your pick. All right. And then let Lady Luck decide. I think. I think we're gonna tough it out. We're gonna tough it we're out. Gonna we're tough gonna stay in the cells. Stay in the cells. Stay in the cells. Stay okay. in the cells. Let's see. That's a nine. All right, so Jack has just rolled a nine, which means if he is correct, he will get a re-roll in the next options. Mm. Or if he's incorrect, he will lose nine health. And currently he's on 83 out of 100. You decide to tough it out in the cells and stay as your tormentors keep on brutally punishing you. The whips flashing at your back, the chains binding your wrist even tighter, you growing weaker and weaker and weaker by the day. That's hot. No. Oh. Getting a bit steamy in here with Jack, eh? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, Admiral Yee, sorry. <laughs> However, one of your childhood friends, Ryu Song-yong, has come up with the reports and shown them to the people of Seoul, exposing the officials within the court of Korea, and you are deemed an innocent man and are relieved from the prison. Hey, thanks, Ryu. Thank you, Ria. Unfortunately, that's not what happened historically, and Jack loses 9 health and is now down on 74 health. 
Lovely. What actually happened, historically, was that Yi uh, Sunshin uh, went before the citizens of Seoul and outright blamed the officials and told them, I sent you request after request for soldiers at that fort to be garrisoned because I knew I couldn't hold them with that many men. And yet, request after request was denied by you, and so the fort fell, like I suggested. And because of his friend, Ryu Songyong, I apologize if I'm butchering names here, Korean names are just something, something else for me, um, basically came forward and said, here are the requests. Wow. Uh, my friend here, uh, Yi Sunshin, is very much correct in what he's saying. And so he uh, was set free. <clears throat> my boy. You are found not to be guilty of your treason and an investigation has started within the Korean court, which you know will go nowhere regardless. Of course. After this roller coaster of a decade, you've come to realize that your childhood dream of becoming a Korean general just isn't for you. No, I'm pretty, I'm pretty done with that at the moment. And thus, you put forward your request to retire from the military. However, this end is just the beginning. Ooh. As the rain drops from the storm, head of Korea's way are only just starting to form. Tune in to episode 2 to see what happens to Admiral Yi and the country of Korea on RP History. Bye. <laughs>